When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What a game for the Illinois Fighting Illini to open up their season versus Toledo. Whew. Let me know in the comments, Illini Nation, how you're feeling about that one. Uh, but Illinois got the win 30-28 to over the Toledo Rockets, the defending MAC champs. Um, we're going to break down the win. We're going to discuss exactly what we think about the new look Illini with the different defensive coordinator. We have a different quarterback. We have different running backs. Like there, There's a lot of new pieces to this, how the defense looked, um, and exactly should we be worried about Illinois. Um, so we're going to talk about the Illinois escaping with a win in Champaign over the Toledo Rockets. Um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow it right on Apple and iTunes as well. You got to grow that. Leave a comment, obviously, down below. Um, even the haters, just, just you know, I get some haters from time to time. Um, so Illinois gets the win 30-28. to 28. Um, still processing it. I'm really glad I, I slept on it. You know, this is recorded the next day after the game. And I'm really glad I did because you had to think about, we're going to break everything down, but the overall thought is they're one to know. And as Illinois fans, um, we have to accept that. You know, we have to celebrate that the fact that they're one to know. And the more I thought about it, we have to understand that we have new pieces to this Illinois team. We have a new defensive coordinator. Yes, he was on staff. He's worked with Brent Bielema before, played for him, I believe, um, and Aaron Henry. We have a different play caller. So he is going to 
we, we keep comparing things to last year. You heard the announcers do it. We did it. I did it. Um, we, we, we kept comparing things to last year. You know, they only gave up 99 yards a game on defense. They did all those things. On offense, you know, they averaged 20-some points a game. Tommy DeVito, we, we wish we had him back. Uh, Chase Brown, you know, Heisman Trophy candidate, uh, or should have been, you know, he, he did a lot of good things. And the, the defensive players we had, we, we have to understand that that was last year. You know, the great, you know, late Mike Leach, you can go look up a YouTube video. He talks about when he, when he, was, he was at Texas Tech, he said that, that, was, that was last year. Right, that was last year, and that's what I have to keep telling myself when I was watching the game. I got very upset during the game because Illinois fans now we have this high expectation, and we were ranked in the college football playoff last year. We were, were in a position we were seven and one. We were in a position to say, "Oh, we're going to go to the Big Ten championship," and then we end up not going. We end up going eight and four, and then up going eight and five, losing the bowl game. But we have these high expectations because Coach Bielema has that aura. He talks about the high expectation. He's not here just to win games. He's here to compete to get to the Big Ten championship game. He's here to compete to for that college football playoff, which is what we need. It was week one. I think people underestimated, and I said this on the preview, how good Toledo actually is, how good the MAC actually is. If people actually watch MACTION, they actually watch those teams there. Look how big Ohio University's team is. Look how big Miami of Ohio's team is. I know a coach at Akron. They're trying to turn it around. Like, there is some really good football teams there, and Toledo was no exception. They won the MAC. They've won a lot of games over the past, I believe, five years. They're always competing for that. And if you win the MAC, you're, you're doing pretty well. And this is a Division One program. This is not a one double a program that came in here this is a division one even though it's not a power five this is still a division one program that came in so i think maybe even myself i tried to on the preview to give the much respect to toledo it was just on principle you would sit there and say illinois should win this game and so i i think we have to accept that we want to know now how we won the game is is the whole other thing and maybe fans thought hey we need to blow this team out 40 something to 17 but you saw previews. You saw um, the predictions. There were still close scores. People had like 28 to 21. People had 28 to 17, 26 to 17, something weird. It was still a close one. Um, so we're going to break that down. I want everybody to have that kind of thought process into this episode because I'm glad I slept on it. If I would have recorded right after the game was over, I would have had different thoughts because I was looking at it from a – I still I look at it from a fan perspective. I try to look at it from a coach perspective. We have to look at it from realistic eyes and views as to what what how this happened. And so we're going to talk about that was my big monologue here. We're going to talk about the negative. We're going to talk about the positives. We're we're going to look talk about we're just going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about it all here. Um. So. I thought that first drive for Illinois' offense was one of the best we've seen from Illinois. The 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 passes, the the play calling, the shifts, uh, the motions—that's the type of offense we're going to get from Illinois. 
and we're going to do that because, and we're no huddle. We were a no huddle up tempo, which was crazy to see because Illinois tried that before in the past, especially with Lovey Smith, and it just it didn't work. And to see that from a Coach Bielema type offense was a little different. And so that first drive, I really we thought set the tone, and then we kind of fluttered. The big concern, if you want to call it a concern, was the trenches. I said that Illinois was going to have to control the trenches, offensive line, and defensive line. Offensive line pass protection-wise, I thought, thinking back, was not that bad. Um, I thought they did pretty well with the pass protection overall. I mean, there was times that, you know, he got hit a little bit, but... uh, Altamar got hit a couple times, but offensive line cannot block everybody. I still thought their pass protection was fine. I thought that when it came to making sure that your quarterback is going to be able to stand up and pass the ball, was fine. Where the concern comes in is we talked about how great the left side was. We talked about Olin Krutz's son is the center. We have a big offensive line. They're going to be big and nasty. Toledo's defensive line came to play, and they have a good, actually, defensive line. I'm I'm watching it. There was times Illinois just could not move them. I mean, we ended up having 163 yards rushing. Altmeyer had 69 yards. Reggie Love had 58. McCray had 30. But some of the ones from Luke Altmeyer were scrambles. Some of them were zone reads where he pulls the ball and runs because it depends if he's reading that defensive end or that linebacker. But I thought the run game sometimes was not there, and that was part of the thing on offense that was concerning was the trenches. We have the talent. The offensive line, when you look at it, they're big. I'm watching them move. They move pretty well. So just sometimes that offensive line was not moving people. There was that fourth and one or third and one, um, the, 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 deep, the deep fake or the deep uh, mesh point with the quarterback running back to get the ball close to the line, which I love. I loved watching that part. Toledo's defensive line came to play, and and they were not going to be pushed around. And, I, and again, that goes back to we some you have to respect your opponent, but fear nobody. And I think some of us on social media and the fans did not give the respect to Toledo that they deserved. And we have these high expectations of Illinois football now, which can be a that's a slippery slope to start falling off uh, uh, to go down. But the, the offensive line, uh, they they played well. Like if you gave them an overall, they, they did what they were supposed to do. But there was just, I think we have this high expectation of them. And if it's different groups, offensive line is not just getting up there and pushing people. It's a cohesive unit that has to, you know, work together. It's the first game. They have to figure out how to communicate with each other. They have to figure out, you know, they're either going against somebody else's defense, how to block it. Um, and they're going to work on the technique. They're going to work on some of that stuff to really get what Coach Bart Miller wants. I just think we were expecting this big dominant thing over them. Now, was it terrible? No, they ended up winning the game. They had to go down there and score at the end. And they did the things that they were supposed to do. Um, Toledo had long drives. So we were just expecting a more dominant thing from the old line. But overall, not bad. It's just not what we were thinking was going to happen. Um, I think, though if we're going to be positive here, Illinois has a quarterback. And 
the quarterback and the wide receivers. We're going to talk about them right now. Luke Oltemeyer had 211 yards passing, two touchdowns and one interception. He wants that one interception back. But my overall impression of Luke Oltemeyer was he was in control of the offense. Even when we stalled out on drives, he knew what he was looking at. He knew how to command everybody. And to be in a first-year offense with this, he was fine, and he looked good. His arm is amazing. Uh, The way he got rid of the ball, where he knew he wanted to go, and how elusive he is to move around in the pocket. And even though he took off a couple times, he was always still looking downfield. And we have a quarterback. I I thought, you know, he he played well. He played well, and it was one of the, you know, Tommy DeVito did well, and I wish Tommy DeVito was still back. But we're not going to miss a beat with Luke Oltemeyer if he stays this poised, this confident, and... Man, he had some swagger to him, too, and you love to see that. And flip on to the receivers, man. You know, Pat Bryant, 64 yards. Casey Washington, 54 yards. Isaiah Williams, 51 yards. Riemann, 33 yards. Two, you know, I mean, we there were some catches there that you don't expect them to have. Um, we got the tight end involved early, which I wish we went back to later on in the game. The big throw at the end there to, to keep the game going, to get down and get the field goal. The receivers were running hard. They were getting off their jams. That You know, like Pat Bryant, six receptions. Casey Washington, four receptions. Isaiah Williams, five receptions. Uh, two touchdowns for Pat Bryant. Um, the longest pass, 33 yards for Casey Washington. I mean, that's just going to continue to grow as they get into a rhythm. And so to sit here and say that Illinois has some type of passing attack with the combination of Pat Bryant, Casey Washington, Isaiah Williams, and then you get tight ends involved, then you get Reggie Love out on swing passes or him out in a route, that's going to be great later on as you get into Big Ten play and start playing these bigger schools because last year, you know, there was times where we just kept run, 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 run still. There was times we got some passes to some receivers, but to have those receivers now show that they can catch, they can run routes hard, but Coach Steve, it's Toledo. No, Respect Toledo. They were doing some really good things. That's what the wide receivers were supposed to do. And then to have a quarterback that could accurately put it to only where they're going to get it, and they continue to get that rhythm as practice continues to move on, game planning, they start to feel more comfortable as the games start going, that's going to be big for Illinois later on down the road because that's not, that's not something we've had. You know, I said that coming into the season, you know, we're going to look at these different spots. I was really looking at the receivers because who's going to be the guy when it's fourth and one and we have to march down the field and score, who are we going to get it to? Are we have the quarterback that's going to be able to accurately get it there? Are we going to have a guy that's going to go up and get it? And so I think Pat Bryan and Casey Washington were proving, hey, we're going to be those guys this year to go get that because that's the type of pieces we were missing, especially when they get into the red zone. They have to be able to do those things. And so to, to that's the positive part of the offense. Um, looking at the running backs before we get to the defense, again, it went back to the run game, how we're blocking it, you know, the push up front in the trenches. Part of the offense is kind of missing Chase Brown. You know, Reggie Love had 12 carries. McCray had 11 carries. Um, you know, they combined for 88 yards combined. You know, they're, they're kind of missing Chase Brown, and so one of these guys is going to have to really step up and kind of poison themselves to be the guy 
because they both bring different things to the table. You're, you know, Josh McCray got the rushing touchdown in the end zone because he's your bruiser. Reggie Love is the guy that's going to make you cut and miss. It's kind of similar to the Chicago Bears where you had Khalil Herbert and uh, Montgomery. Montgomery can kind of make people miss, but he's that bruiser. Um, Herbert's going to be the guy that was going to make you miss. Um, so they got to figure out the run game. The run game could have been better, but we're going to be positive here. If the run game's not going in the past, we would have been like, oh, we're kind of in trouble, even with Tommy DeVito, who I was a big fan of. I think now if the run game quite isn't there, we're going to have the quarterback and receivers and the play calling to still move the ball. And now they have to work because they were just worried about the run last year. You know, they knew other teams later on knew, hey, if we can stop Chase Brown, we're good. If he's getting hot, we're in trouble. Now we're almost passing to open up the run this year. And I know Coach Bielman wants to run the ball, run the ball, and they're still going to try. They're still going to have that identity about them. They're still going to be, you know, as the season goes on. But to have the guys able to pass the ball in those situations and be able to do that, that's great for Illinois. That's going to be a fantastic equalizer there to be a balanced offense for them. So offensive line is going to get better. You know, it's the left side of the line is still going to be good. You have a, you know, first-year starting sophomore, I believe a sophomore center, different guys playing. That's a cohesive thing. Once they start talking the same language, walking the same walk, I, they're big enough, they're they're athletic enough on some of the pin and pull stuff that they were doing there. They're going to be just fine. It was just Toledo really came to play, and then, then Illinois wasn't quite matching that at times, and then they did. And offensively, they marched down, they got the field goal, um, and that's what you're supposed to do, you know, um, to do that. Defensively, and overall, I guess this goes to offense. You can't have 10 penalties and give up 100 yards, and – that was the big thing that Coach Bielma talked about. And defensively, at the beginning of the game, I couldn't tell if Toledo's offensive line was just playing that well against our NFL draft caliber defensive line, or if Illinois was just trying to make sure to make this guy a passer. You know, I said that. If you make Finn a passer, and that's how they beat you, that's how they beat you. You just can't let him run. Now he he passed pretty good. He was now he was twenty to thirty six, two hundred thirty yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Um, he only had seventy five yards rushing on twenty carries because he broke the pocket at times. Sometimes he had those big runs. But I said that if you make him a passer, that's how they're going to have to beat you. And if they get hot, they get hot, and you're going to have to live and die by that. And they did. I, they made him a passer at times, so I couldn't tell if they were just trying to contain or not, but I'm going to give a lot of credit to that Toledo offensive line. They they gave that guy a pocket a lot of times. They ended up run blocking pretty well as the game was going on. That part can be a little concerning if the defensive line just overlooked Toledo's offensive line or was the Toledo offensive line really playing that well. I think Illinois also was just planning to say, hey, we have to contain. If we start move, making him rush and move, it's going to be bad, and we're just going to have to live and die by it. That's what I'm telling myself. Um, until later on in the game, you start to see more slants. You start, you know, with these blitzes. They're like, we have to get after this. We have to do something. We have to make him take a risk. And, you know, we, you know, that was the big thing. But in the beginning of the game, in the first two quarters, you were seeing still – it reminded me of 
when Coach Walters' first year. If you think back to the beginning when we had Coach Bielma and Coach Walters for the defense, we were calling a lot of man at the beginning of that year and that game, their very first game together, and it just didn't look like it was ready. The man defense wasn't look like it was ready to go. And so they were mixing in man and zone. And then as it got along, and especially last year, we were number one in the country calling man defense. That's kind of what it looked like this year because you have a different defensive coordinator who's going to have a different style. Even though you're going to want, run what Coach Bielema wants, and they understand it because they work together, it's difference between being an assistant coach, not calling the, the plays, then getting to call the plays. You're going to have the same type of mindset for certain things, but you also have a different aura. You're going to have a different feel for the game. That's why Coach Walters never had a play sheet. He wants to go by feel. Um, and it's his first time calling plays. And, you know, we have to remember Coach Walters, when he came to Illinois, he was calling plays at Missouri. So he had that feel. Coach Aaron Henry, as far as my knowledge is, he hadn't been a Division One defense coordinator. So there's going to be some bumps there. There's going to be some, you know, growing pains there for play calling. That's why Coach Beal was there to help guide him and get him there. And so we have to remember that as well, that the, he's going to get a feel for it. And as it goes on, you're going to get better. Um, but the, the, we were very aggressive. The corners and safeties are very aggressive. We saw that. They gave up some plays, guys, in front of them. The man coverage stuff still looked good, but that's where the penalties were coming in. Uh, we were holding. We were doing this. Um, very aggressive. Then when we played zone, Toledo was able to pass the ball in the zone. So they're, they're, they're trying to figure out who they are, I think, where they want to play man, they want to do what they did last year, but that was last year. And again, we said this coming in, I don't think Illinois is going to have that, giving up only 99 yards a game defense, they're not going to have that right now. As the as the year goes on, they're going to get better, they're going to be able to work, like I said, just like the offensive line, they're going to work together, going to speak the same language, walk the same walk. I just don't think you're going to see number one in the country man defense call. They're going to mix it. They're going to disguise it. They're going to have to play some zone, and hopefully that they're going to jam guys off the line of scrimmage, and those guys in the zone are going to make plays. But I also think um, Scott's interception, that was the big turning point. That that momentum, you know, Toledo's up. That interception changed the game for Illinois. I know Toledo came down later on and scored, and they were up, and Illinois had to put this drive together. But that just gave the energy back to Illinois. And that that's just kind of what this defense is going to be. That's It's going to be kind of like a bend-don't-break. Last year, we, they didn't bend at all because we're only giving up 99 yards a game, this number one defense. This year, we're going to almost have to be a bend-don't-break. And sometimes we broke. But then when that interception happened, we really didn't break. And again, they're just going to have to start mixing in this, this man in the zone and as the year goes on, you're going to see more and more man as they get better at it. They're getting coached. Uh, but that's the, that's the defense we're going to see. More zone, I think, than man as it goes on. It goes back to when Coach Bielma first got there with Coach Walters. They really wanted to play man. You could see it when they were there as the games were going. Then as the year went on, you saw a little bit more zone because they were practicing the man. Um, they were trying to get guys comfortable, working on their technique. That's what's going to happen this year. We're going to see some zone. They're going to mix that, you know, practice that man coverage stuff in there. But ultimately what hurt was the penalties. You know, if it was, you know, the 10 penalties for 100 yards, you cannot do that to anybody. You do that in the Big Ten, you're doing that to any Big Ten team, and you're going to be put in a position to not win the game. But you know what? We're going to be positive here. Oh, it's just Toledo. No, we're not going to do it's just Toledo. you got to respect everybody you play. It's a Division One opponent. Max a good football conference. An old Illinois team might have given up. 
my and or forced the issue, made more mistakes. A win's a win, and to show that they can battle, to show that mentally they they're just going to ride it out. Nobody panicked. I think fans were more panicking than anything. Maybe Coach Beal. I'm not saying he was panicking, but I'm sure he was like, "Whoa, this is not what I thought was gonna it was gonna look like." But you build off of the positives, and the positives are we have a quarterback, we have the receivers, the corners and safeties for Illinois. You know they're young and young playing experience wise. They're gonna figure it out. They're very aggressive. Our NFL caliber defensive line, I think, will turn a switch and, and get it going. But then to show the poise to come down and hit the field goal, the poise to make the big play and the catch. And the poise to just never give up. That those are things that we can take away from this. And I'm glad that's why I slept on the game, thought about it, and have came away with those positives. Now, you got to start figuring out quick, especially if you want to continue to win. But we are one to know that have a short turnaround to play Kansas, and that they're going to be fine. I think we're going to be fine. We don't need to overreact. There's still a lot of positives to take away. And again, I think the defense will start to figure itself out and you have different coaches on staff too. They're going to start to figure it out, but you have, you have the pieces in place. We have guys there and young and experienced playing wise time there more than what we did last year. And so the pieces are there to do something with it. And that's, that's just what's going to, it's going to happen. And I think that we're still going to be in position to win some games. It's just, we cannot look ahead and it's just going to be piece by piece you know, be mentally tough, get after some teams, and I, I we're going to be okay, Illinois Nation. It's it's going to be good. I still think it could be a fun year when they figure it out, and the mental toughness part for Illinois that we haven't seen, that's going to be the big thing as the year moves forward. Um, thank you guys for watching and or listening. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to YouTube channel, follow right on Apple and iTunes, at Coach underscore Steve 72 on Twitter or X, whatever it's called, and on Instagram, Coach Steve 72 Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Check out all the other videos. Um, check out all the affiliates, of course. Um, thank you guys again for watching and for listening. We will see you guys next time.